Cocaine Bear is hitting theaters this weekend. Will it have you snorting with laughter or does it blow? I'll let you know right now. This review is brought to you by Babbel. Go to babbel.com slash Dan for a special offer and stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello, everybody. I'm Dan Murrow, back on the road again, as you can see from my hotel room settings, but that's not stopping me from reviewing Cocaine Bear. Nothing could stop me from reviewing Cocaine Bear, which is actually pretty appropriate given the theme of the movie. This movie comes from writer Jimmy Warden, who also scripted The Babysitter Killer Queen and director Elizabeth Banks, her third feature after Pitch Perfect 2 and 2019's Charlie's Angels. I don't really see the point of explaining the premise of the movie Cocaine Bear because it's right there in the title. It's about a bear who's on cocaine. The bear did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. But to expound on the premise perhaps a little bit, the movie finds a collection of folks inside the Chattahoochee National Forest in Georgia who are either fleeing from or hunting a black bear who continually ingests cocaine dropped from an ill-fated drug smuggling plane. The movie is based on a true story, that much is true, but in real life the bear just ate a bunch of cocaine and died, which would be a completely different movie and not nearly as entertaining. But because the words based on a true story don't really mean anything when it comes to movies, this bear becomes a murderous rampaging monster tearing apart victims both innocent and criminal with just one desire more cocaine <gasps> Among the potential victims are a mom, played by Carrie Russell, tracking down two truant kids, played by the Florida Project's Brooklyn Prince and Sweet Tooth's Christian Convery, two men tasked with recovering the missing cocaine, played by O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Alden Ehrenreich, a Gruff Park Ranger, played by Margot Martindale, a cop looking to take down the drug ring, played by Isaiah Whitlock Jr., and the man on the hook for all this missing cocaine, a drug lord, played by the late Ray Liotta. This is reportedly the last film on which he completed work before he passed away last May, although there are still some other movies of his that have yet to be released. When you buy a ticket for a movie called Cocaine Bear, I think you have a pretty good idea of what movie you're in store for, or at least the kind of movie that you should be in store for. I think movies like this get in trouble when they try to play it too seriously. Movies like Snakes on a Plane have really hit some roadblocks there because I thought that that movie tried to play it too straight. They tried to kind of reshoot their way into becoming a cult classic, but it didn't really work. You could see with Snakes on a Plane that there was an attempt at one point to have that movie taken seriously, and that's a mistake that Cocaine Bear largely avoids and smartly avoids. Why is it acting like this? Did you feed it cocaine? No, but you're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can! I went to an early evening screening of Cocaine Bear and you could feel the energy in the audience. And it was like we were all kind of sitting in and like sitting back in our chairs and buckling up for what we hoped was going to be a wild ride. A movie that delivers on the unhinged premise of the title Cocaine Bear. And I think that's the question that everybody has. Does Cocaine Bear deliver where it counts? Well, I would say that yes, it does, but only barely. Hmm. <laughs>
The movie definitely doesn't take itself too seriously. Its tongue is planted firmly in its cheek from the very first frame, but it's also a movie that wants you to laugh at it. It's begging to be seen as a cult classic, and that approach doesn't always work. A lot of the film's humor, particularly in the first half of the movie, fell flat to me because it did feel like it was trying to go for that cheesy factor, and it wasn't until they really let the premise take over the movie in the second half that I felt like it was genuinely winning me over. A couple of sequences deliver fully on the potential, particularly one involving the cocaine bear, an ambulance, and the wildest high-speed chase you can imagine. And there are some other sequences, such as a rooftop showdown between Isaiah Whitlock's cop and the two henchmen who just want the cocaine back, that work as comedy of the absurd, which is really where this movie should rest. But Cocaine Bear often works too hard at trying to sell you on the idea that you should like it, for it to be likable in its own right. I mean, the movie is called Cocaine Bear. Your work is halfway done, just get out of the way. Nobody in the cast really does a bad job, but a few of the actors really understand what movie they're in, and that helps to sell it in the long run. Margot Martindale has been an MVP supporting cast member for decades, and she brings her inimitable energy to every scene that she's in. Alden Ehrenreich is great as O'Shea Jackson's reluctant partner who really just wants to go grieve his recently departed wife and hates violence, and Jackson's frustration at this makes him a really strong comedic foil. And Isaiah Whitlock Jr. brings an earnest energy that only makes the ridiculousness of the rest of the movie more funny. And as I said, the rest of the cast performs admirably. I thought that the two kids uh, did a pretty good job, but some of them aren't around for very long because in this movie, the bear wants cocaine, and if you get in the way of the bear trying to get the cocaine, then the bear is going to rip you apart and then, of course, proceed to get the cocaine. It's a very simple movie. It, it really is. It's not the nonstop absurd thrill ride that it could have been and that I think a lot of people maybe are hoping it will be, but it delivers enough and it goes so far over the top in a few places to make it feel like it's worth your time. Now, not everybody in the audience agreed with this. I had one audience member who was very unhappy who decided to take it upon himself to stand up as the credits rolled and address the audience directly to tell us that not only was this a bad movie, this was an effing terrible movie. I mean, he was very upset and proceeded to start out of the theater. I don't think a lot of people in the theater agreed, but it also wasn't the kind of ruckus reaction I've seen to movies that genuinely have the kind of feel that I think that Cocaine Bear was going for or that it wanted to have. If I had stood in line for the amusement park ride that Cocaine Bear kind of promises to be, I wouldn't necessarily be disappointed. I didn't feel like my time was wasted. And looking back on it, I would say that I had a good time with Cocaine Bear, but it is a little frustrating to see the potential in this movie and other places where it just didn't have it, where it could have been a great time. Ultimately though, it is a recommendation for me on Cocaine Bear. Just don't expect anything more than what the title promises and maybe just a little bit less. You're gonna have an entertaining time at the movies if you decide to go see it, although I don't think this is going to be an all-time cult classic. But what do you think? Are you amped up to go see the Cocaine Bear this weekend? Let me know down in the comments below and as always, stay tuned for so much here on the channel. And before I go, I wanna thank the sponsor for this video, Babbel. A lot of us like to say that we learned a language in high school or college, but let's be real, how much do you really remember? I know I had three years of Spanish that I've mostly forgotten, and now I can only recognize or remember the most rudimentary words and sentences. But learning a new language has changed completely 
thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions because it's a fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you're gonna be traveling abroad, you're looking to connect in a deeper way to family, or you're just becoming more well-rounded, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons mean that you can learn on the go, and they were created by over a 1,000 language experts, not by AI. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, German, French, and Italian, and Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. I've already done several lessons to try to get back up to speed with Spanish, and it really is simple and easy. You start with the basics, but by the second, third, fourth lesson, we were getting into the more complicated stuff, but it didn't feel overwhelming. You can start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Dan. That's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash Dan, D-A-N for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Thanks to Babbel for sponsoring this video and thank you for watching. I'll be back very soon with more movie news, reviews, box office, awards updates, and more. Until then, stay safe and I'll see you next time. Bye. The bear did cocaine. A bear did cocaine.